Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, right, next page. Pipeline uh, expansion plans by country. Um, it's China and U.S. I thought the U.S. was not going away, but no, apparently not. Table four is uh, what's uh, expansion plans by country, country by, by capacity. capacity. Yes, right. Who's number one? U.S. Yeah, mm-hmm. John Kerry. Don't don't show him this graph. Yeah. All right. Uh, this so, is not important. Keep going down. Impact of COVID-19, man. Come on. That's important. Yeah. So this is important. Net zero emission pledges by countries, cities, local governments, and businesses roughly doubled between September 2019 and September 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is under the impact. Impact of COVID-19 is actually the title of this section here. Right. But it's called it's pledges. It's not it's not reality. So read the stuff in red over here on this next page. So this is under pipelines and climate change. Uh, it says uh, the Paris Agreement will require significant reduction in fossil fuel production within the coming decade, with oil and gas production declining by four percent and three percent, respectively, between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty thirty. How is 4% and 3% significant? I know. That's actually pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it would be something Anyways, if they said 40% and 30%. Right. And there's another new term down here. You've got burning the gap, bridge fuel myth, and all this stuff. So now they're saying there's a carbon budget. I've never heard, seen or heard carbon budget anywhere yet in all the documents I've read. But this, they're using these carbon budgets yeah that's uh let's see oil fields that are already operating or under construction is almost as large as the carbon budget associated with a 66 percent chance of limiting global warming to two degrees celsius and twice the carbon budget associated with a 50 percent chance of staying within the 1.5 celsius of warming yeah carbon budget did you ever figure out what it is or no no, it gets to some arbitrary uh, amount of carbon that they're tracking f- to meet their climate change t- Celsius degrees target. Okay. And then uh, do we need, should we go over this or no? Uh, in no, addition I don't to- think we need to read all this because otherwise it'll be a four-hour show again. I know. I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to be charged like so many carbon credits for uh, running <laughs> the electricity for this long. 
Yeah, it's just so the folks know. I mean, these documents, if you want to read the whole thing, you great. You know, the, you can download them, but I've highlighted the you know the important stuff here. You keep scrolling. Yeah, there's a lot and there's a lot of stuff. Divestment and institutional restrictions. Uh, mm-hmm. do you want this or no? Uh, it's, it's blurry on the screen. The so bottom the, it, is what uh, this goes we've got commitments from like twenty three hundred institutions and fifty eight thousand institutional invest individual investors. Uh, so basically they've got commitments, excuse me, from all these different investment groups to not invest in fossil fuel companies anymore. They're claiming $14.5 trillion in assets. Yeah. Fossil-free divestment 2021. But it's it's like one and a half black rocks. Yeah, at least 131 banks and insurers have announced divestment from coal mining or coal-fired power plants, according to IEEFA. Yeah. Notice they only mention coal, not oil or natural gas. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is under Biden and pipelines. Uh, there's terminals. The Biden administration could reduce the danger from one of the world's biggest carbon bombs, the Permian Basin, by withholding or rescinding federal approvals for nine new oil export terminals and 16 new LNG export terminals that are being developed in Texas and Louisiana, of which you're about to get into, right? Yes, we are. So this is uh, kind of what set off the alarm bells in my head. Like, wait a minute, we're building a lot of export LNG terminals. And that was for folks, uh, just to remind you, that was our hockey stick chart. LNG exports, liquefied natural gas exports is going straight up. We only have eight major export terminals now, and they're, that's showing 16 more, which is a triple. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And then, then you're going to show the math because either... They are going to have to be drilling for more, or we will not have enough natural gas to supply our current demand. Not even close. It'll drop by over a third, and, and prices will go through the roof. One or the other. You got to drill for a lot more, or prices are going a lot higher. Oh, don't worry. Then we'll just start importing the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the ship around. It got halfway across the Atlantic. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else here? We've got North America. Um this is about before COVID-19 uh, LNG export terminals. No, we're going to get into that detail in other charts. Okay. This, this is important here. So this is uh, the carbon bomb. What they're call- This is a new phrase. It's an alarmist phrase. I, I've never heard of it. What is a carbon bomb? Well, they're <laughs> calling the Permian Basin, which is now the largest oil reservoir in the world, bigger than Gawar and Saudi Arabia. Okay. And there's a lot of natural gas coming out of the Permian Basin also. And that's where a lot of the U.S. pipelines are, are being built to take that natural gas out of West Texas. And folks, if you've ever been to West Texas, there ain't much there. So they got to build these pipelines to get them, get it out, to get to the uh, liquefied natural gas terminals along the Texas and Louisiana coast. So they're calling the Permian Basin because it's, it's big. They're calling it a carbon bomb. That's all propaganda. That's all that is. It's propaganda. If we explore that, the whole world's going to explode. Oh, that's interesting, though, because there's the carbon budget again. It says carbon bomb that would consume 10% of the world's allowable carbon budget if we are to have a 50-50 chance 
of limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Yeah, and let's remind folks that didn't didn't listen to episode 80, uh, the, the former IPCC scientists that, and NASA scientists that were interviewed in that documentary um, tell us, prove to us with the data that temperature changes are not caused by rises in carbon dioxide. It's the other way around. Temperature changes are, um, or increases, are caused by um, increases in solar activity. And once the temperature rises, then carbon dioxide rises afterwards. Right. This is funny stuff. All right, um, keep going? Yep, keep going. All right, let's take um, a look. There's not much more here. I mean, it's the same. You can tell. You can tell it's the same thing here. So this is good. This, so this level of proposed build out of gas infrastructure assets is out of sync with official Brussels pro- projections in the last couple of years on how the EU uh, gas usage has to be removed by at least thirty percent by 2030 and fifty percent by 2050 if Europe is to meet its climate change targets no, so this know, is where they're I, saying I know, hey I know, I know it's blurry over there but it's actually 30 percent and 90 percent not 50 90 so. sorry yeah. okay sorry yeah yeah so so what here's what they're saying this is they're saying hey you said you were gonna go get on board with this and you're not doing it yeah they're so the tattletales they, this is really all it is they gotta reduce it by 90 percent uh, i mean give me a break all right, let's see what else is in uh, this one. Yeah, and Jim That's has pretty all, much all this I mean, stuff highlighted. Now, yeah. When, you, uh, when mean, you have it highlighted in red, does that mean, like, this is really important? It is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So re- read the red under well, this China. This is uh, under China. It says, in light of the expected 50-year lifespan of oil and gas pipelines, this major expansion is at odds with China's recent pledge to ameliorate climate change by becoming carbon neutral by 2060. <laughs> so basically what they're doing, this is like the group within this group of nerds that's like, wait a second. Why aren't these people living up to their pledge? The guy down the street pledged that he was going to donate $15,000 to put in new flowers over here at the corner of uh, Maine and Broad. And he's not living up to his pledge. (laughs) That's all this is. (laughs) That's all this is, man. But, I mean, and the important thing in here for me was the number. A trillion dollars in pipelines. Yeah. A trillion. All right. Next document. All right. You want? You need it's this one or not? It, it, nah, it's all the same. It's all the same stuff. Okay. It's the same message. So let's look at this. This is uh, another one from them. Global Global Energy Monitor, same group. Gem, crude awakening, oil pipelines in development across the globe, and this is from September, twenty twenty two. Yeah, these are recent documents, by the way, so everybody knows they're just a couple of months old. So, again, uh, these are oil pipelines now, not gas. Just getting into the details of oil. Uh, you can go ahead and scroll through. Okay. The next page. Global so, a build. Yeah, what's that say in red? A build out. A build out that disregards climate goals and the long-term economic viability of fossil fuels. <laughs> yeah. So, folks, we got a chart here. And this chart, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. 
So when you look at the uh, under construction and the proposed amount of, uh, I can't read it, oil pipelines built since 2020 and in development, it's, yeah. it's, double, it's double the largest year of pipeline, uh, you know, operating pipelines that came online in what, 20, what's that second bar? Yeah, so this what? goes oh, 2008 to 2022. All right, so all the dark maroon here is operating. Uh, oil right, pipelines. is operating pipelines. Right. Okay, and then this uh, pink here, this flesh tone, is construction scheduled for 2022. And then right. you have, in the future, construction and uh, proposed. Proposed. Which is and it, double the future the is double the highest of any year. Which was 2009-ish, uh, or 2010. Yeah, that's what it looked like, yep. Yeah. So the future Again, they're, they're not doing they're not doing what they said they were going to do. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you I think you were on to something too. I don't know if we mentioned it in episode 80 or we talked about it privately that part of what it looks like they're going to do is they're trying to harness whoever's at the top. They're going to try to take control of these resources and then move them into different columns. They're not going to be, there's not going to be less of it used. It may be used for other purposes, like you and I as individuals, uh, just like under the original technocracy uh, blueprints going back to 1919, um, you and I will not be allowed to access means of production, you know, or of these goods or services, you'll only be able to access them through the government, through the technocracy. And so a lot of this stuff is going to continue to be used. It may be used to power the prison planet matrix technology that keeps us enslaved, like powering the quantum computers needed for uh, CBDC or needed to run the prison planet technology. It just might not be used by you and I. We might not be able to pump gas into our car, but gas is still going to be used to power their prison planet. And they're going to be allowed to use right. it in their private jets. Right. So if you're so invested again, in it, you're safe, actually. Right. So figure two is the top 20 countries ranked by uh, kilometers of in-development oil pipelines. The U.S. is number one. India and China are number two and three. It's top 20 countries ranked by kilometers of in-development oil pipelines. Oh, okay. So it's in-development pipelines. So U.S. Yep. has the most going. Yeah. So they're not doing what John Kerry says we're going to do. No, now John Kerry knows this, correct? He's probably invested in Exxon. Yeah, he does know this. Yeah, they have to know this. All right, so next document. All right, next one. All right. Yep. This is gas bubble. Gas bubble. And this is go. again Global Energy Monitor. This is uh, yep. 2022 U.S. edition. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Hold so on, just read the stuff this. in red. Okay, so we have under the introduction uh, under the introduction a new report from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change IPCC. You guys know about that. States that pathways to international climate goals do not have room for a gas expansion. <laughs> Global so Energy what, Monitor, that's this group, has yeah. identified over 
300 projects in pre-construction and construction phases. Um, with estimated cost of $797 billion with a B. So what they're saying is that this new report coming out of IPCC states that the pathways to the international climate goals, right, the, 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 like all the goals that everybody's agreed on, can't right. work uh, if there's gas expansion. And then at the same time, they're saying they've identified over 300 projects for gas expansion. $800 billion. Yeah, right. for gas so expansion. So now we have, we had what, a trillion dollars in pipelines worldwide. Now we have $800 billion in LNG facilities. Now we're getting close to $2 trillion, folks. And let, let me just say, this is how you know it's a scam, right? Because all of the people that sit in, they like are the puppets, you know, in the WWE wrestling match, all the, the, like the wrestlers, the politicians, the people that sit on the committees and the boards and the panels and the guys who run all the congressional mm -hmm. hearings that allow mm -hmm. this all to happen. Okay. Those guys are there. They all agree that we're fighting climate change, right? Everyone agrees we're fighting cl climate change. All the rules come out of the UN, out of the Paris Accord, all that kind of stuff. If they were really on board, especially after everything being under the control of the Democrats the last uh, couple of years, right? You're supposed to believe they're more on board with this than Republicans are. They would have just shut all this down. They would have, they would have brought Exxon and said, we're putting you out of business. You're done. It's over. You can't build anything else. So this is how you know yep. that it's fake because they have the climate <laughs> goals they're supposed to be for, but they don't use their power to shut down all their supposed enemies that are the ones polluting right. the planet. Right. In fact, if you wanted to waste your time, you could go look up all the Democrat PACs, the political action committees and everything. And I'm sure you'd find all kinds of oil and gas money going into their pockets as well. <laughs> so that's, how that's, you know, it's all a lie. That's right. And so again, there's, they're, they're pointing the finger again. Hey, the plans for all these uh, U.S. LNG terminals runs counter to the objectives that you stated you were going to do. Yes, they're actually saying that right in here. So basically, they're complaining. At least um, this document, like you said, sets the narrative uh, for them to later say, well, we told you so, and you didn't listen. That's exactly right. And now this we're going to need... Not, these graphs aren't, aren't that important. I mean, uh, we're going to get to some numbers here in just a minute. And then, and then they could turn around, like you said, and, and come up with an alternative, which... That you don't, uh, we got to look for, but there'll be some kind of white papers. Well, no, I mean, they are, I've seen them some out of the Federal Reserve and stuff on CBDC, but because that'll be the thing. Like you said, they're going to come out with an alternative. Well, we can still save ourselves from climate change if we do this. Right. And so this is, this is an important graphic on, on this page. It's got a map of the world and the purple dots are the existing, um, liquefied natural gas terminals okay import and export and then the yellow dots are the uh no the the purple are export lng facilities all over the world and the yellow is import terminals okay and the ones with the darker circle around the outer part of the circle uh instead of colored yellow or purple is the proposed and there's a lot of yellow proposed import terminals a lot 
And we're going to, let's see, let's go to the next page and see if they got the dollar amounts on the next page on how much it's going to be. Here's oh, the right build here. out. The U.S. LNG build out undermines national interest. Um, just talking about the same thing. You know, the FERC is, is approved. FERC is the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission um, under the Department of Energy and, or the Department of Interior. Um, anyways, so they, they've approved all these projects. What are you doing? Stop doing it. You, you said you were going to you were going to go down climate change and you're not doing it. That's all this is saying. Yeah, which is crazy. Again, it, pro- it proves it because if they're sitting here saying you're on board, why are you doing this? You know, right. And folks, this isn't me just making this up. I'm just I'm just summarizing the document. You can read the words right on the page. They're saying the same thing that you're not doing it. You're, they're pointing the finger. We told you, you said you were going to do it. You're not doing it. We're, we're telling you the UN now we're telling daddy. Yeah, they exactly. This paragraph right here basically says Biden got us back into the Paris Agreement, and then they're not abiding by the uh, rules. Right. Yep. Uh, anything else in this one here? No, I want to get to that um, the FERC document. I think that's next. Okay, so we're we done here. with this document. I think so. Uh, what's this here? This, this is, year, uh, the what worsening impacts of climate crisis is impossible to ignore. Oh, yeah. So now they're telling us that there's going to be more floods and there's going to be more hurricanes and stronger storms. Um, and there's another documentary this geologist put on, and he's got the charts and graphs from NASA and from NOAA. N-O-A-A, in, I think it's right. The National Oceanic whatever uh, Association. He's got the data straight from them going back hundreds of years. Strong storms are actually trending down, not up. Forest fires are trending down, not up. Floods are trending down, not up. But if you compact it and only cut it into the last, say, 100 years, then they're trending slightly up. But if you expand it out, they're actually going down. Time for some cloud seeding and fire up those weather machines. Let's get it going. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta we gotta create some climate change that's the funniest part with these guys too you call the conspiracy theorists but yet they're on the record admitting to cloud seeding and weather manipulation exactly uh, <laughs> so these are these are just export terminals the u.s russia canada mexico are the are the four largest uh countries by capacity and they're also you know all four of those countries are all on board with the u.n and climate change and all this crap yep and again, again, all this stuff can be blocked. It's not like Jim is just building them, saying, screw you, I don't care, I'm private industry. I mean, the United States government could come in and stop any of these things anytime they want, if they want to, with the power of the government. Oh, yeah. So it's exactly. not like Exxon's going, screw you, we're more powerful than you, we're going to build this and do this anyway. I mean, the government can come in and stop them. So yep. this is why you know it's a scam, but... Rather than them telling you it's a scam, they have to, I think now we're seeing what's happening here. They have to set up the WWE wrestling match. Like this is Hulk Hogan is mad at Macho Man Randy Savage. And so they're yelling at each other. But as soon as they go back after the match is done, they're drinking a beer back there together. <laughs> That's all exactly. it is. It's the same with the, uh, the Republican and Democrat senators. No, oh, after they get done yelling at each other on the floor, they go out and have dinner and drinks together. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, so this is, yeah. you've got a couple tables. This is LNG export capacity and development by region, North America. Okay, so again, these are just showing the numbers growing. Uh, yeah. Import and then you got import terminals. It's mostly uh, Southeast Asia and, and Europe. If you go through this table, it's going to be importing all the gas that we're going to be exporting. Right. So we're exporting a bunch of it over to these guys. Yep. All right. That's so all, this is saying. all of these graphs are saying the same thing. Okay. Now we've got this European Commission press release. It's an EU-US joint statement um of liquefied natural gas okay so this is back in 2018 who was in the white house oh that would be uh it's me donald trump unbelievable so great so great so this is a this is an <laughs> agreement between the eu and the the united us that the us is going to export more liquefied natural gas and the eu is going to import more wow that's crazy but, you know, the Great Reset was started, really pushed. I mean, it was Agenda 21 was 92, but the Great Reset really came out in 2016. This is 2018. This yeah. document is 2018. Definitely. But, I mean, I, I think that the, this is really good, though, because this proves it's not like, I don't know. Are you Are you coming to the conclusion that... It's not like these guys uh, with a lot of the sustainability goals ever intended to create anything sustainable. It's about, you know, hijacking control of these resources. Uh, it's about running a hustle, making short-term gains on the hustle off the grift, but then at the same time setting up more prison planet technology around the scam and the threat and the fear of climate change. Bingo. And if they fail with the CBDC uh, chip in your hand end goal, if they fail to reach that, then at a minimum, they've made a trillions upon trillions, maybe even quadrillions of dollars on on the scam of taking the resources, which we're going to get into in detail. And right. They, well, well, again, well, and while those numbers, those time, quadrillions, those, those aren't my numbers. Those are their numbers. Well, and while at the same time, with all of their uh, attack on fossil fuels, um, they're able to, and then, you know, their fake war, their manipulated wars like Russia and Ukraine, they're able to drive up all of these prices and make a boatload of more cash in the meantime. Right. Read that second paragraph in green on this page. Uh, the United States currently has, yeah, the United States currently has 28 billion cubic meters of li uh, liquefaction, or what is that, Liquef liquefaction? Liquefaction capacity. Oh, liquefaction capacity, and is foreseen to add a further 80 billion cubic meters by 2023 while expanding its liquefied natural gas export terminals. So 28 billion to 80 billion is essentially a triple. Wow. Well, really, add further 80, it's really a quadruple. Yeah. US so they want to go billion. from 28 billion to 108 billion. All right. That's oh, the wow. end of that, yeah. that document. All right. And now this one is uh, European Commission, EU, US, LNG trade. Okay. So this follows in line with what we were just talking about. US liquefied natural gas has the potential to help match EU gas needs. Yep. This is from 2021. 
And we've got a chart here that shows the U.S. supplies uh, currently. 23% of U.S. LNG liquefied natural gas exports went to the EU. And the EU, the U.S. exports uh, to the EU are going to increase further. Um, and that's just backing up the fact that right now, in 2021, it was, what, 22.2 billion something, B, B something. I can't, can't read it. Yeah. So uh, our exports are increasing to Europe, mainly France, Italy, Lithuania, Malta, Netherlands, Poland, Portugal, Spain, Greece, Belgium, and Croatia. And every one of those countries is all about climate change. Yeah, they're all on board with the climate change hustle, yet we're going to be exporting all this uh, natural gas, though. Yep. That's all this document shows. <laughs> this is fabulous. What's this one? Uh, the U.S. is the biggest gas producer in the world, and um, we're increasing gas exports. The EU is the second biggest gas consumer after the U.S. Okay. So part of the Ukraine, which nothing, again, nothing going on in the world has a singular purpose. Part of the, the conflict in Ukraine is the U.S. muscling out Russia to supply more natural gas to Europe. Ah, that's interesting. You don't hear that on the news. No, folks. you don't. No, you don't. All right. Let's see. Next one is this FERC stuff. Here's oh, okay. the money the money uh, document. This is the one I was sitting and I read, the, found this, and I was just like, oh my gosh. So this is from FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. And it's three pages. The first page shows the North American liquefied natural gas export terminals that are currently operating. And in the United States, when you add up all of the bill, billion cubic feet a day, Okay, it totals it totals for almost 14 billion cubic feet a day. Okay. And currently, according to the Energy Information Administration, the US produces about hundred billion cubic feet of gas. So we're exporting roughly 14%. Right? Right. All right, next page. North American liquefied natural gas export terminals approved, not yet yet built and they've got that broken out some are under construction some are not yet under construction okay when you add this up folks we're currently exporting 14 billion cubic feet this is saying that's already been approved by the regulators that dustin just said that you know if they wanted to shut it down they could but they've already proved this 30 billion cubic feet a day so we're going to go from 14 to 44 these things take about two to three years to construct. So all of them aren't under construction yet. So in the next five to seven years, and seven years is what year? 2030. Right. That's an important year, right? In yes. the whole climate hustle. We're going to triple our exports of liquefied natural gas. 